Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, I am still flying high after the draft. I have not come down, not even, I, I'm, I'm still ascending. I'm still going up. Um, so obviously, we're going to talk more about that, the rest of the draft, uh, particularly the Bears. Um, then we got some timeout stuff, little Chet Hank stuff. No, not really, but I wish. Damn. Um, and then <laughs> we do have a Taboo Tuesday, and then I didn't have a rank, but I'll come up with one. So without any further ado, let's get right to That's it. Let's get ado. Let's take it from the uh, from the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, we are in studio. Um, let's just no. Let, well, okay, no. We'll stick stick to the plan. So let's go over our weekends. I'll start off. Uh, Friday, I did nothing. Did I do anything? I don't think I did anything on Friday. Nothing memorable, apparently. Yeah, if I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember doing anything. Anyways, so I did nothing on Friday. On Saturday, got it now. Yeah, I did nothing on Friday because I had to wake up early on Saturday. Uh, we went to the Derby. We went to an OTB for the Derby. And uh, uh, we do this for a family thing for a while. Obviously, we couldn't do it for a year because of COVID. So this is the first time coming back. Um, I forgot how much I love watching horse races. Mm. I love like pretending to be a handicapper, like looking at my thing and... Like looking at the speed of the horse and me being like, huh, that's pretty fast. Like it's a horse. Like I don't know how fast horses run. <laughs> I just like look at it and be like, wow, he won his last race. He must have been going pretty fast. And then I look at the number and I'm like, that must be fast. Um, There's always really random stats too. Like like how many hands tall is he? And it's like I don't even know what a hand measurement is, but apparently that's how they measure the height of horses. I also love that the distance Similar to is the furlongs. Foot. To the foot, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Actually, that makes, that, sense. <laughs> that makes a lot. Now, what's your standard hand? I can't believe <laughs> I haven't put that together. That there's hands and feet measurement. That's incredible. Thank you, Johnny. Yep. Um. Yeah. So it was so much fun. Uh, Medina Spirit won the Kentucky Derby twelve to one. It was hilarious. We did the same thing every year. Uh, we meet up at a, a bar third rail, and we were talking, and everyone's talking a big game. Like I cannot believe we're gonna leave here millionaires. Like, it's going to be so nuts. And then we're like sitting down and we're thinking about it. And we're like, huh, you know, now that I think about it, I've never even won a bet on the Derby. And we're like, yeah, but that, you know, this year's the year. Right. So we walk in there and we're all talking about how like Bob Baffert, he was going for number seven. We were comparing him to like Tom Brady and stuff. We're like, it's the year of the seven championships. Like this horse was not even supposed to like live. It had something wrong with its throat. It couldn't breathe. And so we were like what's a better like year coming out of the shitty year than like an underdog coming out and winning and this like really great trainer doing it. And we're like, nah, of course he wins. Yeah. He won. <laughs> he got out to the front, stayed at the front and then just killed. Yeah. So it wasn't even close. Um, my grandma won $500 on a $2 bet, just picking from her numbers. That was pretty cool. Ooh. Nice. Um, we'll take that. Uh, one last story. Uh, my brother was trying to teach our family friend how to handicap, like reading the forum or like the book. And he thought that the weights of the jockey 
were the speed of the horse. <laughs> so he kept just betting on the heaviest jacket. <laughs> and I didn't understand what he was doing until, until one time he was just like, I don't know how that guy was the fastest horse in this race. He came in like eighth. And I was like, he was not the fastest horse in the race. He's like, what are you talking about? He's 120 or he's like 132 pounds or he's, it's like a 132. I'm like, yeah, that's how much the jockey weighs. <laughs> and so that was funny that for almost the entire afternoon that he was just betting on the heaviest man, which you think is the polar opposite <laughs> the, of what you would want to do in a horse yeah, race. The worst thing how much do. you weigh? Eight pounds heavier? <laughs> Gotta bet him. Yeah. Um, on Sunday, I played some golf. Uh, that was a lot of fun. And then that was my weekend. How about you, Johnny? Friday, we, uh, my roommate Kevin, his brother, had a formal in the city, so we got to puppy sit a little. Um, he's a dachshund, but he is tiny. He's the cutest mm-hmm. thing in the world. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw my snap, but that was uh, it was actually a lot of work. That thing has a lot of energy and never stops. Um, but we had to watch him for three days. Um, on Saturday, we had a slosh ball, slosh ball tournament. Uh, have you guys ever played slosh ball? Slosh no. ball. Never heard of it. Beer, have you heard of it? No. <clears throat> it's basically uh, just kickball with drinking. And we each had, <laughs> we each had 13 uh, players on, on each team. So it was oh. like a decent amount of players. I thought you were about to say 13 beers. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, probably. Really? Yeah, okay. it was a bender. We went okay. for like 12 hours, but uh, not playing kickball. We ended up going to a buddy's place on the roof because it was just beautiful. So, yeah. Um, recovered Sunday. And here we are. City was alive this weekend. It yeah. was nuts. It was good to see. It was so much fun. How about you, Beer? Well, um, so, I mean, this whole weekend just, like, was reverbs and good vibes from Thursday. Like, the whole the whole weekend was just wonderful from that draft. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Friday was pretty chill. Didn't do anything too crazy exciting. And then Saturday... Um, I went and made a brisket. I give it a B minus, which is why I didn't share anything. Ooh. I mean, so like, what happened? You know, I actually wanted to. So I bought the, the everything sprung on me when I got to Costco and saw that briskets were like thirty pounds or thirty thirty dollars cheaper than like what it normally was when I would get the regular briskets. And I was like, okay, well, this is too good of a deal to pass up. So I just bought it. Um, but like. I was looking at the briskets. They seemed a little smaller. They seemed kind of meh. And I was, in the end, I like realized that these weren't like the best cuts, the best, you know, the best quality. Um, it was just kind of small. It was pretty fatty. It wasn't like the point was really small. I wanted to make burn ends, but there just wasn't enough meat on the point um, to, to make the burn ends. So it was just kind of like weird. I injected it and it still was kind of dry. It was just kind of like, you know, it was B minus. B minus work. I can improve. Wow. Next time, we'll get better. This is this this is you know this is the growth portion. I appreciate the honest self assessment too. Yeah. Like so. it's it's not easy to give yourself a B minus. It's easy to give somebody else a B minus. I was thinking so. that we would all probably rank it higher. Yeah. Like since we are not as involved in the process and we don't do it all the time, like I would have probably ate and be like, "This is the best brisket I ever had." But because you're full smoke man now. I get it. Yeah. I respect it too. I like just want really, really good every single time. So now if it's like, oh, if it's a little dry, I'm like, God damn it. Um, we did have like, uh, so one of Jenny's friends, uh, they were, they were visiting and my, 
our friend Will, he was like, he was like, this brisket is so good. He was like being so nice and like he like made a sandwich, kept going back up, and I was like, yeah, but it's, like, it's not as good as it could be. So I just kept being like that the whole time. So like when when I make it for you guys, hopefully it can be better than this B minus brisket. What's wow. your highest grade? Have you done an A plus? I've gotten I've gotten up in the A range, the A minus. Like my third brisket, like I just hit. It was perfect. I think it, <laughs> like it was it was like I was I made it and I was like whoa like this I can't believe I can make this good of food like that's like when I I was nice. and I ate it all week and I was so happy but like this was like I know what I can do I know where I've been and I don't know if it was I don't think it was the rub I just think it was the cut of meat and I how I how I cut it and shaped it before I got it on the smoker. So you, you literally sound like Bill Belichick after last year. Like we can do better. We know we can do better. (laughs) I will be better. And and like, (laughs) and we're going to win this year and then we're going to just do everything. It's like, okay. Yeah. Nick, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. Um, I don't recall what I did Friday, so it must not have been very important. On Saturday, I went golfing at Harborside. It's my first time being to Harborside. That's where I wanted to take you guys. Yeah, uh, that course is awesome. Which yeah. one did you play? Start or Port or Starboard? Did it start off with a par five? Yes. Starboard, you're a lucky man. Starboard. Um, really, really nice course. It's a links course, uh, so no trees. Uh, different levels of grass, and I don't know if you guys remember. Uh, on Saturday, there was about 35 mile an hour winds. So sometimes we were hitting into the wind. Sometimes it was with us. It was crazy. Balls were flying all over the place. You like your ball was moving on the green. Yep. Before you even addressed it. So uh, that was. It was annoying at first, and then it was like fun because nobody had any expectations. It was just like if you hit a bad shot, it's like yeah, it's the wind's fault. You know, it's not yeah. my fault. Um, but there was one time I was, I was hitting the driver really well. And there was one time I spanked one and the wind pushed it. And I hit, uh, it was like 400 yard par four. And I had like a 60 yard shot for my second shot. So I was like, yeah, 300, it was, it was downhill too. It was like 340 yard drive. No big deal. So that, so it's normally always windy there, but it was especially windy this weekend. Mm Um, I've played that course real windy too. And the wind is a real factor on links courses because you don't have the trees at all. Yeah. That uh, number eight, the par three, that long par three, was it into the wind or with the wind? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It would remember. be like 200 yards normally. I don't remember that hole particularly. It's like very dead straight. It's just like a very simple hole. But it's just, oh. the, it's just the wind is usually just can screw you on that. It was uh wind was going left to right. Oh, okay. Um, so that's a hard hole. It doesn't look hard. You just get up there and you just like absolutely nothing in a green. And then the wind happens like, oh, my God, how do I do this? So I like shanked my tee shot on that one. And then I had a really good second shot to put it on the green. And then, I t- and then I two putted. Uh, so I think I had a bogey on that one. Yeah. Uh, so I was I was hitting the ball really well, which felt good. I didn't necessarily have a good score, but I blame it on the wind. But just getting out there and, and spanking the ball and everything. Uh, felt pretty nice. 18 is like a 560 yard par five. We were all on in two because of the wind. <laughs> like we're hitting ridiculous drives. So, so that was a lot of fun. Um, Sunday I spent a lot of time doing some uh, audio work for the podcast. I got to re-listen to uh, beer going crazy <laughs> over <laughs> the bears pick and everything like that. Seeing just the, the, the wave file spike from relatively quiet to just yelling uh, across the board it was pretty funny so um so yeah that was that was my weekend 
Uh, beer, I gotta say, you did this last week as well. I like that you come wearing bears and socks gear because it's like <laughs> I hate one of them, but I love the other one. So you, you're really good of like I can't hate all of what you're doing. So I like that. I don't know if that's planned out. Um, I had to wear white socks because we're it's a funeral right now. We're we're dying. <laughs> the white socks are dying. So what's happening? This sounds like us exactly in October. Yep. This sounds exactly like us for the Bears in October. What's dying, Beer? Um, we don't have to talk much about it, but basically, uh, <laughs> um, Eloy, or so remember Eloy got injured. He tore his pec that last day of spring training right before the season. They're out four months. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's dead, like basically. Um, and about two days ago, Luis Robert, our star rookie, oh, yeah. uh, tore his hip flexor. So he oh, was out shit. for a minimum of four months. So oh, two sucks. spots that in our outfield. Um, and like our backup outfielder, Adam Angle, had a setback. Um, he's been injured for a while. So we've got literally got Lori Garcia, who's terrible. He's literally so horrible. The only reason he's on our team is because he can play literally every position in the infield. And um, we've got this like a bunch of just hodgepodge dudes who like never been able to play at the MLB level for the outfield. So it's apparently like it's either Rick Hahn goes and acquires an outfielder to play and like so we can still compete or we're kind of going to pack it in this season. So it's like two key injuries to our two young and up and coming players. So great. Wow. Great stuff. Gotta love it. That's rough. Well, let's turn these emotions yeah, the white, the- upside down and we will start talking about Justin Fields. <laughs> I really believe that Justin Fields was one of the main reasons, oh, besides yeah. the weather, that the the whole city was electric. Like when we <laughs> showed up to the OTB, we were uh, one of like the first people to show up, but it was just like my dad and my uncle. And we walked in. I haven't seen my uncle in a year. He just comes up to me, he goes, Justin Fields, huh? <laughs> and I was just like, How you doing? Like I was just like, you we both like everyone's got the smile. Like we met up at the bar and everyone's just walking in, like Justin Fields, and everyone's like, Yeah, Justin Fields, like come on. Like everyone is so happy. And then like we got our offensive tackle that we wanted in the first round and the second round. And then we got a running back with eleven toes. See, that's what Justin Fields did. We got a running back in the seventh with eleven toes, and I I was so hype. For no reason. I was just like, imagine who's going to be handing him off that ball, huh? I was like, yeah, he doesn't have 11 toes, but this guy does. <laughs> I'm, I'm starting to think that 11 toes might be the move. And then it's going to switch to 11 web toes, you know, so they could cut faster. Oh, okay. I didn't exactly. think about that. I don't know if that's how it works at all, but. I, it's got to be. It's science. Yeah. They're going to start <laughs> breeding them. Uh, I, I thought the Bears did a very good job drafting. I saw that their overall grade was a B plus. Um, in my mind, strictly on the Justin Fields and the trade up, I'm giving him an A. Hey. The, this is normally, <laughs> this is normally the time of the year where the draft happens, and I go, yeah, it was okay. Mainly because we haven't had a first round pick in a while. Yeah, but it's like you normally like like Cole Komet last year. We were like, yeah, that was cool. Jalen Johnson, but it was yeah. a second round pick. And it's like Dave was, Montgomery. Was remember that? Yeah. You're like first round treatment, Dave yeah. Montgomery. Yeah, yeah. It is just it's badass that we didn't mess it up. And I get this. I get that uh, uh, Pace and Nagy are, like, doing this for their job. But it's like, at least they're doing something. Like, I still want them gone. But, I like, they got to fight for it. Like, I like that they're doing something. Yeah. yeah. Go for broke. Yeah, I mean. Question, Beer. 
who is this uh the other the running back that we drafted khalil herbert Khalil herbert yeah so i mean he's besides that he has apparently 11 toes he said oh, no, he's got 11 toes. pretty sure that's like he it up on the, trip. the wide receiver i could be wrong i'm pretty sure that's oh, the, is wide it the wide receiver. receiver that had it um yeah, yeah, it'd be rough if the run. Well, no, it's better if the running back well, is extra. Khalil, Khalil <laughs> Herbert's cool. You know, we got another Khalil on our team. Uh, but apparently, he so he's kind of just a he's a good all around running back. He like was the, basically the focal point of the offense at Virginia Tech. And then the only reason he fell is like he just didn't. He's not that fast. So he's kind of like question, I guess. Okay, he's kind of like uh, kind of like Dave Montgomery a little bit. Like <laughs> so, it's kind of like another <laughs> running back that's kind of like him. Um, that he can, David Montgomery's a stud. Yeah, so it's 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 fine. It's just more depth because like when we lost David Montgomery last year, like we had Artavis Pierce and he was kind of like, yeah, like not, he was bad. Gonna, we went in. Yeah. And Ryan Nall, like we don't ever have to see him. Hopefully, never see him again. Uh, so hopefully, this is a this is a pick where he's like actually someone talented behind who can de- develop um, with Damian Williams as well. So um, he's probably going to be there to compete. It'll be cool. Um, and apparently, he's an awesome kicker turner. So like. That's a replacement for uh, Cordero Patterson. Like they were looking at special teams in like nice. the last couple picks. Um, I I like this whole draft. I mean, you you saw the reaction uh, on Thursday yep. that I had. I scared the bejesus out of my dog. Uh, <laughs> my dad actually texted me after he's like, "We hit, we heard it, we listened to the podcast. Is Francis okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's fine. He was a little scared, um, but." Uh, What's the word on uh, Daz Newsom? So I mean, Daz Newsom is a is a punt returner. That's a big one. Um, he's he's like a slot receiver. Um, he's yeah, like not super fast, but like he was just a kind of a playmaker. He was uh, there was a really good wide receiver that went in like the first or second round for North Carolina, um, and he was the guy that was like opposite him. He's like another good special teamer though. He's fast, gonna be a slot. He's a dude that like if Anthony Miller like drops for whatever reason we trade him or like Marquise Goodwin isn't that good like he's gonna fill in that spot, so mm. um, that's what like, but again like he's more of like where we signed him to be a punt returner that's what he's gonna be day one I think like so, um, uh, he he probably is the guy with eleven toes then yeah so how I watched it is it was the draft but it was only subtitles on that one and then the race had the sound and it just the amount of time times mel kuyper brought up 11 toes and you had to see on the like subtitles 11 toes we were like this guy must be the greatest person ever to have 11 toes does uh the question is does mel kuyper have a foot fetish um that's why he keeps bringing up the 11 toes thing Actually. something he's never seen before and he's uh you know he's intrigued a foot by freak it. i thought about it it really can't do anything right like having an extra toe can't do anything. It's kind of like, uh, do you guys remember Antonio Afonseca? He used to be a pitcher for the Cubs probably 15 years ago. Yeah. He had six fingers. Six, Did he use them? Six all? fingered fastball. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's got to be illegal. <laughs> but my only thing is, I like, don't think he wasn't cleats. a very good pitcher. So the foot's, yeah. the foot's in a shoe. If but they, I just love that that was one of like the points. So like, wow, this is a great steal. He's got 11 toes. And it's like, how many people do you know with 11 toes? And it's like, that is a really good point. I know no one with 11 Zero. toes. This guy must be a freak of nature. It he is going to be running so fast. Yeah. He is fast. He's very fast. Yeah. He's very quick. It's going to be like, I like all our late round picks, especially because they have roles on special teams right away, and then they could probably work in as depth. Um, the Thomas Graham pick is apparently really good, too. Pete, like, Pro Football Focus likes him a lot. Um, 
So, I mean, like, he's just kind of a late round, never... I feel like he may have opted out this last year or something, but um, there's, like, a story or a reason. And then the Tonga dude is apparently kind of old, and so, like, that's why he went late. I think he's, like, 25, but, like, he plays well. Um, Wow, 25, so old. Yeah, but, like, you know, when you draft someone, right? Um, Yeah. But, yeah. What's the... What's the deal with uh, uh, Charles Leno Jr. getting uh, a release? Yeah, isn't that crazy, right? So um, someone predicted it on Reddit. Um, or like, or was no, it, it was on Reddit. It was, <laughs> no. Great question, it was, Nick. It was on Twitter. It was um, someone asked Pace point blank at uh, the press conference about Charles Leno. And they, they said, you know, is potential cut candidate and they asked that and then they're like um also like is he getting is tevin jenkins gonna compete with him and pace just kind of like ignored the first question he like didn't talk <laughs> at all about charles leno at all in his answer and just talked about uh tevin jenkins so like um apparently like we did it for cap reasons i mean we got a nine million dollars in cap room open up we needed a little bit more cap room just to sign these players um so now we have a little bit more breathing room we might like sign like another corner um like another slot corner maybe um that's the only thing i can really think i feel like that's what that's where we're lacking the most because um we didn't really fill the hole left by um uh kyle uh fuller buster screen Um, too He's gone. Oh, Buster Screen is gone that. as well. Yeah, yeah the, the nickel. So we've got Jalen Johnson right now. They're showing Desmond Trufant as our other starting corner. Yep. So we signed Desmond Trufant as like a he's stop gap. We have Artie Burns, I think, still on the roster. We have this guy, Trey Robertson, who is like from the CFL, but he was like a baller. He was like almost like an MVP in the CFL. Like so it's like this weird situation. <laughs> he like his highlights are insane. Like he's one handing picks, like it's crazy. Um you should watch those highlights. They're pretty cool. And then, like, we have Kindle Vildor, Duke Shelley. Like, those, like, are slot. It's not a great group past Jalen Johnson. So, hopefully, someone steps up. Uh, um, any football player named Duke, I'm going to say, has got to be at least decent. Shelley didn't like, play I, I don't know much about him, but, like, his name's Duke. There's a lot of good Dukes. Like, that's, like, that's the name I want to be on defense. Yeah. Like, I would draft someone strictly on that. Like, what's your name, Ken? And be like, Duke. And be like, what are you playing? He's like, cornerback. You're like, I didn't care what you played. Hop in here. What's your uh, first round draft pick all team, like all name team? Sorry. If you're picking, let me rephrase it. If you're, if you're, if, if we're holding a draft for football players and you're strictly picking based off of the player's name, well, who's your first pick? And I'm going to start with mines to give you uh, an idea of this. Debricka Shaw Ferguson, because that is one of the gr- that is one of the greatest that is a great name. name. That is one of the greatest <laughs> names of all time. So I don't know if you guys can remember any other crazy. It sounds like Joe would be Duke one, something. I could only think of one that I would never draft, but he was a really good player. Sean Lee. Like I'd, I'd never draft him. Yeah. Like with that name, like you, you should play soccer or something. Like <laughs> you're a great tennis player. Like you, you don't deserve to be on on defense. Yeah, but he's really good. Yeah. He's, he's, or he was really good. He's done. Um, are we going just off this draft or no? Debrickashaw was from like 15 years ago or something. So I was just throwing that out there. Beer, you got one. I'm, Looks like you're mulling I'm, something over. I'm thinking like Lachavius Simmons, the guy, the guard <laughs> we picked up last year. Or um, 
I just like thought like Khalil Mack's brother, Ladarius Mack. That's a badass name. Ooh, I'm like, I like that. I like that's cool. <laughs> so, I got a really old one. Okay. But I was gonna say Doug Flutie for a quarterback name would be like this guy has been slinging pigskin in the backyard with his pa. Yeah. Since he was like. He was doing it with his mom while she was pregnant. Yeah. Like, this is for my son. If you explain to someone who's learning football, it's like, there is a guy named Doug Flutie that was really short but had a really big arm and, like, made some made an incredible play. Like, of course, the guy with the name Flutie did that. Like, that he, was his career. Like, that doesn't... Yeah, that's just... His name and how he played and, like, he had, like, one super famous game is, like, yes. You, you lived up to exactly what your name sounds like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Johnny, you got one? There's a lot of fun ones. What are you seeing? Elijah Vera Tucker, Alex Leatherwood. I, I saw Leatherwood too. I was like, that's a great porn name. Alex so, Alex Leatherwood. So there's a big there's a big there's a big like uh joking around that uh Gruden only drafts people with like really like hard sounding names or like really crazy sounding <laughs> names because he's like, wow, they must be really good football players. Like basically people, I, I buy people that 100%. think that John Gruden is doing what we just did. Yeah. Alex like, Leatherwood, Nick Kwiatkowski as, yeah. a, as oh, yeah. a linebacker. I like it. <laughs> like he, he doesn't actually like watch film and stuff. He's like, who who's that guy? Would you say yeah. Leatherwood? <laughs> Yeah. Draft them in the first. Like, well, he's projected to go in the fourth. No, I said first. <laughs> I said first. Um, I, I love I that. I believe it. I believe it. It is weird, though, that a name, when you like hear it, you're like, wow, I bet that guy's pretty good. And you're like, he's an accountant. You're like, I, no, he's a tight end. I just like, thought of another one. I mean, it, it might cause us shudders, but Rex Grossman is actually a pretty solid pretty solid name. Sexy Rexy, baby? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Rex, you don't hear too often. Sex, in the sex cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yep. The sex game is <laughs> good. Yep. Um, <laughs> dude got laid a lot dude. for like eight weeks. But like Brady Quinn doesn't sound like a good quarterback name. Brady Quinn is the type of name that would go to Notre Dame, though. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> prime. Yeah. It fit yeah. in. <laughs> it's There's kind of like insane. every Irish Catholic name. In the book that goes to Notre Dame, and then like Brady Quinn, and it mixes well. You're like, yeah, yeah. like the O'Shaughnessys go there, and Brady Quinn. You're like, yeah, yeah, that fits, that fits. Um, I yeah. I actually do have an over under this week. Okay, I forgot to mention it. I have over under. So what's something overrated and underrating underrated about a wedding? I feel like we, we did this. Did, that. did we do this? Yeah, because yeah. we said wedding cake was overrated. Oh shit. Yeah, you got to come up with another one fast. No, yeah. I don't have one now. Snacks at a at a bar. What's o- overrated, underrated? Ooh, I love that one. What do you got, beer? I was just gonna say spending a majority of our picks on offense. Overrated, underrated. <laughs> That's Ooh, the pick. I like yours though. A snack at a bar. I think the most underrated one is anytime a bar has a popcorn machine always popping, and you could just go and get a. Well, yeah, I guess you probably can't do that anymore with COVID. But back Stunt, when you could, no like when it would just be a, like an old school popcorn machine, you can come up with bowls and just get a bowl of popcorn. That was like, you're like, I live like a king. Underrated or overrated um, cheese curds. I feel like cheese curds what? are always, I feel like no. cheese curds are always like, eh. Mm, overrated for me is from. nachos. I mean, like they always, yeah. you always think they're going to be great. And they're always, 
You always get them. I know. <laughs> That's I always confused, try. You, got, you get them every time. I always try. <laughs> you've never found a good one? No. What's the best one you've had? He's an no, eternal. Shoot or shoot, it, 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 he likes nachos, so he's trying to get the best nachos. I don't It's a waste of time. I respect it. I respect it, yeah. That's why I'm very curious. You've tried them all. Beer, have you ever had the ones at Parlor Pizza? Not at Parlor Pizza, no. So at Parlor Pizza, they have individual chips, and each one is a perfect nacho bite. Ooh. So it's not a pile. It's just you've got like 20 chips that are each a perfect bite. So it's like a bruschetta, but nachos. Yeah, that's a good way of describing Whoa. it. That sounds good. I highly recommend it next time you come back to Chicago. See, that's not, I mean, I love nachos all over, but that. Because yeah. have you guys ever seen the show, I Think You Should Leave, Tim Robinson? I have. You know the uh, fully loaded one where he's on a date and he orders nachos for him and his uh, his date and she keeps taking all like the best ones and he like <laughs> he, he like calls over the manager and he like gets the manager to tell her like we well, have a rule here that you can't just take all the fully loaded nachos because there's sometimes like I think there is nacho etiquette. There, like, if, it's like if it's you're like in a group um, for sure. Absolutely. The I think there's also there. like a pizza etiquette. If you get a pizza no. delivered, it's not bad to take the largest slice. But if you take both large slices, then you're a dick. Mm, like if you get like a I Papa John's, you know how they're not much. cut the most perfect. There's always like a really big one. Papa John's. <laughs> I'm just saying, because like Lou's, Lou's does a pretty good job. Yeah, but it's like if you take both big slices, it's like what, what's the it's problem? It's different yeah. if, if you're, you're like taking full. one on one side and then going around to the other side and taking that big slice. Like that's that's yeah. like what are you doing? I feel like, pe- but yeah, I feel like people usually leave those for last because. Then you cut those in half because you can't really fit. You can't really fit mm. another full one. You got to go half season. The nachos is this: if you're if you're that just constantly etiquette. going to the top of the mound and taking those chips where it has all the goodness, dude, you got to be a bottom feeder too. You get like one good one, you get like a couple of shit ones, then you go back up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, beer. What's your underrated? My underrated. That's a good question. Hold on, oh. we lost. Uh, He's muted. Oh, oh, sorry, you, uh, but I uh, it's muted. um. It's definitely onion rings. I love onion rings. Oh, I love onion rings. Oh, my wow. God. I just, I don't know what it is lately about onion rings, but it is, I just, they're so good. Like, and then they always come with a good, like, sauce, too, like a zesty sauce. So, that's, that's why I always go. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Nick? Uh, Overrated, I'm going to go pretzels. I think uh, either either pretzel rod or like the um, the big soft pretzels. Yeah, they um, always disappoint me. Yeah, and I just, get them often too. I always try it. They're like warm and a little bit salty, and it's like not. Nah, you overrated. and beer just constantly order things that disappoint you, and I, I find that really funny. <laughs> like they well, I think sound it's we've great, been... and then you're like in there, and you're trying. I've... Well, I'm it's sure you've had a good decision. experience with nachos, <laughs> but it, but you guys didn't say like I get them a couple of times. It's just you always order them. <laughs> well, a soft pretzel—that's something you don't. I love soft. You pretzels. can't find it at every bar usually. That is true. Well, like if you go to Pros, that's a really good one. So, yeah. yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, yep. I have been to Pros. Beer. That's a good you one. Took me there. That was the only good soft pretzel I think I've had. Nothing better about Prost that their smallest beer is 16 ounces. <laughs> they got those <laughs> big awesome. sides there. I, I yeah. That was that. the good stuff. Like, do you want a 16 ounce, a 32 ounce, or a 52 ounce? You're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the It's funny. The When I thought of pretzels, I was thinking of the pretzel from Prost. Oh, you don't like that? I just, I, there's a lot of other good stuff on their menu. I think the. It's the, actually the only the food I've had there, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I haven't tried um, anything else. Yeah. I mean, they've got the classic German food along with the beer. 
Uh, I've never been there and not like thrown up afterwards because uh, you just drink so much beer <laughs> uh, yeah. outside next to my garage like like beer does, apparently. Um, <laughs> my underrated, um, gosh, there's so many choices. I, I Peanuts, for some reason, are coming to my mind. I, I feel like it's not often enough that they're just like in a bowl on the table. They're cheap. With the shell? Without the shell. Oh, I think with the shell is even better. Though. I just don't like. I mean, like, Where, there's not too many. Where's the garbage gonna go if it's with the shell yeah, on the ground? Like the bars that you could toss them on the ground though feels good. Mm, yeah. When you watch but the like, bathroom, hear that crunch, crunch, crunch. <laughs> yeah, that is fun. So, what do you got, Johnny? <laughs> Overrated, still pretzels. Underrated, onion strings or onion straws. Onion I think we talked straws. about that last week. Yeah, how awesome they are! I love those. They're so yeah. good. They should be. I love that they call it an onion available. loaf sometimes, and it's just like a brick of it, and you're just like, yeah. They just take a bunch of onions and toss it in a fryer, and they're like, this will do. Like, that, it will do. All it's the incredible. Cr- all the crunchies. It's great. Onion yep. straws, though? Is it, is it like just like strips of it, basically, like it's, fries? It's basically the same thing, but they menu it differently. Oh, okay. Onion so strings, right. onion straws, yeah. onion really thin. all like the same stuff. Yeah. Bloomin' onion, something like that. Never had a bloomin' Never onion. Never had that either. I know. I mean. Really? You guys should go. It, Look at a blue it's, it's pretty good, but I mean, it just reminds me of the. I couldn't right tell now. you when I went to an Outback Steakhouse though. I, I was thinking in Chili's blooming onion. Being an Iowa guy, that's crazy because we were in the Outback Bowl almost every year. So you'd think like I just a lot of Outbacks yeah. out there. Um, all right, that was good. That was a good one on the spot. Um, all right, let's head over to timeout. So timeout. We're on the podcast. Oh. Okay, the first one is going to be Ben Affleck. Uh, Ben Affleck (laughs) was on a dating app. It didn't say which dating app it was, but a girl swiped or liked or matched, I think is the proper term. Matched with him. I don't know how you do it on these apps now, but uh, matched with Ben Affleck. Thought that it was a fake account, Mm -hmm. so she like deleted the messages because he said hi and then she was like oh this is you know one of the spam accounts Mm -hmm. and so he found her on facebook he found her on facebook and messaged her and was like hey what's going on like (laughs) like what what happened what and i was like i love that even a celebrity is that like they got to do some work i guess like that he is like it's me (laughs) like like, don't worry. I like, it's like, me. The, I'm Batman. Like, the, you the can, first you article can talk that comes me. up, it opens with Ben Affleck is taking romance seriously. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, Seems kind of stocky. I would think it's bit. more fake if Ben Affleck friend requested me. You're like, mm. can you message somebody without friend requesting them? It's like, is that a thing? It's like, this guy is, uh, this guy's really pretending to be Ben Affleck. Wow. Wasn't he? <laughs> oh, it's me. <laughs> Yeah, what did he say? It's me. He said the girl's name, and he said, why did you unmatch me? It's me. <laughs> He's an, I love that it says the Oscar winner. The <laughs> Oscar winner it's, just... it's me. I thought he was uh, dating uh, Ana de Armas, uh, who's very attractive. Can you look her up? I, I don't know who that is. She's an actress. Ana de Armas? Uh, close enough. <laughs> Johnny's spelling is always Oh, crazy. this girl? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh <clears throat> She's from Knives Out. No, I she's, know who she is. Maybe maybe he she didn't know it was Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's Cuban. They not know. I uh I I find this really funny for some reason because it's Ben Affleck. 
Like, he seems like the type of guy. I mean, he has a dragon tattoo on his back. He seems like the type of guy that would be, like, so hurt by someone unmatching him that he would hunt her down. Because you know it wasn't him. He's a bit of a you wild card. You know he didn't hunt her down. He's a it was like an assistant. Yeah. Yeah. He's a bit of a wild card, though, I would say. Dude, he did it jail. Very much. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. White boy summer. You just got to chase down your Tinder leads. Yeah, this is wacky. Uh, I haven't heard a lot of news about Ben Affleck. And so to hear his name come up and then it's just he chased down a girl that unmatched he's, him. He's just all over the place. I mean, Jennifer Lopez, Jennifer Gardner, with whom he has three kids, broke up with her a couple of years ago on a day armist, and now messaging random chicks on Facebook. It's me. And he's an Oscar winner. It's, it's me. It's a me. It's a, <laughs> it's a me, a Ben. Um, yeah, th- this one really cracked me up. Uh, the next one I got, though, this one. No, I'm going to save it for last, actually. So Arizona iced tea is now coming out with hard iced tea with vodka. Uh, I think this is a super smart idea by Arizona. Uh, I used to love, like, getting the dollar cans as a kid, like riding my bike to 7-Eleven to get, like, a mucho mango. Mm-hmm. Or something like those. Those would always be good. And so I feel like a lot of people our age that remember doing that as a kid are going to be like, ooh, I'll try this. I don't know how good they're going to be, but I feel like they... It's going to be delicious. They're going to absolutely drown in sugar. I'm definitely going to try it. Yeah, you're not going to feel good after it. No, You're at least going to have the whole generation try it. That's at least what's going to happen. It looks like they're normal cans, though. I was wondering if they were going to be the big cans. Yeah, so they do have the six packs and then those... The usuals. The, u- the usual suspects. It's going to be like the 40s, I guess. Of, uh, <laughs> it's like of the a, iced, tea, uh, iced tea world. It's like 40s for yuppies. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, white, want, the, you don't want the Cobra or the old, or no. uh, the Cole 45s. Give, give me a Zona. But, uh, I'm wondering be because um, they used to always have these, they would print on the can 99 cents. Yep. So that way stores couldn't sell it for more than 99 cents, which is... It was incredible. Brilliant. I mean, looking out for the for the little guy. The for consumer, the, man. The, the, the consumer, great. the teenager, and all of us. I wonder if they're going to do that with these um, ones that are mixed with alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so like at a bar, they can't sell it for more than like $3 or something? Yeah. Dude, it says no, $2.99. Ryan would look good on right it. Right on the can. Right on the Are you can. kidding me? Yeah. That, uh, I think of the, uh, they have bags of chips like that, like only a dollar. You're like, <laughs> I hope it is. Like, I yeah. hope it is. Um, I think this, I'm not the biggest, uh, well, I was going to say I'm not the biggest into the, like, the White Claw gang, but this is more like a high nooner with vodka instead of malt liquor. So I'm definitely interested. Um, I feel like Johnny is completely right, though. It is going to be a sugar bomb. Like you're not going to be able to like drink three of them. It looks like well, you could, but you're not going to feel good. Yeah, it looks like they already they're partnered with Arnold Palmer Spite. Have you, well, yeah, that's just a John Daly basically. Yeah, yeah. So they have a John Daly brand yeah. and Arnold Palmer Spiked. Uh, so that was the first one they came out with, which is an Arizona one. But now they're doing all the other flavors like Mucho Mango and the green tea. Oh, it's not uh, just the green tea. Okay. Yeah, I think that is a, just a really smart idea. I love just like... They could do it. It's like the member berries from South Park. Like, oh, I'm member Arizona iced teas. And you're like, I member. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like I know that. There's a lot of goodwill for a dollar and this giant can of sugar. Does it have I'm the price try. on it? <laughs> it does not. Oh. Please. And it's only in Canada right now, which kind of sucks. Oh, my God. Ginseng and honey. It's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's going to be someone's line when they crack their fourth one and their girlfriend's like, whoa, I think you should slow this up. Like, it's ginseng. And honey. And honey. And green tea is good for you too, right? <laughs> it's green yep. and Those green are all buzzwords. Like and it's it. real brood. It's a superfood. I don't know. I, for some reason, I just think this, this is a really good idea. I think it's going to be very delicious. Um, I, the last one I got is by far the funniest one I have ever seen on all of Time Out. So 6 9 performed a show in Las Vegas. He then tried to crowd surf into the crowd where he was robbed. <laughs> where he was robbed of his jewelry. <laughs> and the best part is if you watch the video, he's like on this railing about to crowd surf. He's like... His like uh, bodyguards are like, no, 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 you gotta stay up here. He's like, I want to be with my fans, and just jumps in there and <laughs> just rob him. Um, I I don't know why I think this is the funniest timeout uh, current event I've ever found. Um, <laughs> we gotta find but, a video of this. What song. is more funny about uh, TMZ had it? Um, he uh, <laughs> just like. <laughs> and he was talking about it. he's like you know he's like they just might not be my real fans it's like, it's like what are you talking about like they just robbed you blind like they obviously don't like you that's so funny he dives into the crowd and then his jewelry's gone ripped off <laughs> duh, 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 just the show abruptly ended yeah of course <laughs> after that just do uh s- 6-9 Stolen Chain. I haven't pulled up on TMZ, but I don't have a video. Um, mm. Oh, maybe this is it. Hold on. Oh, he's not cooperating with cops. Because he probably doesn't know. It's a crowd of people. Oh, here you go. There you go. Here's the video. I'm going to try and pull Fans up the audio. Fans grab too. necklace. <laughs> That's so bad. I mean, like, this guy, he was a rat. He's done a lot of bad stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, wait for it. Boom. Robbed. <laughs> just, <laughs> he jumps in. Just tries to crowd surf. I mean, how much of a low life do you have to be that your own fans rob you? Yeah, this is a close-up video too. It literally shows the robbery taking place. <laughs> it looks like he fell. I don't know if he was trying to serve. No, he was jumping. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> he did not do a graceful. He's, he's really good at jumping. Look at him. They're just okay. standing. They're just robbing him. They're just, they're just robbing him. There you go. Um. Yeah. So. I think this goes down as the best timeout segment. Any current event. This is so funny to me. Pretty fantastic. I like it. Oh, man. All right. Well deserved. <laughs> yeah. I like that it's like, I'm not pressing charges. Like, okay. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, all right. The next one is a Taboo Tuesday. What do you think about clapping when a plane lands or when a movie ends in theaters? Did we talk about it. this already? I think we did this We did this week. already. Yeah. Did we? Or in the past couple we, weeks. We did it for sure. Oh shit! Um, I hate them both. <laughs> okay, don't do it. Well, uh, no, if we did it, I'm sorry. Movies okay, playing is uh bad. Oh yeah, don't do it. I said Avengers. That. Oh yeah, yeah, we definitely did talk about this. Sorry about that. 
right, uh, I'm gonna get socks. <laughs> so you doubled up on. Two, well, no, I two had them. them. I had them on my uh, my ideas. <laughs> I had them on my man. ideas and I didn't delete it. Um, okay, uh, so let's go into the rank. The rank that I want. What is what? What are you watching now? It's still Takashi Six Nine videos. Keep going. Um, (laughs) um, the ranks I wanted to to do is songs of the summer. Like it doesn't have to be a specific song, but like it can be, but like, what's the type of music that you like to listen to most in the summer? I I can go first. So number four is I gonna, I like to listen to a lot of sublime and slightly stupid. Mm -hmm. Like I like, I love sublime. One of my, one of my favorite bands. Uh, I love just like putting on the, the sublime album the self-name one putting that shit on repeat uh slightly stupid at any of their songs um particularly 2 a.m i believe is like the best nightcap song like if you're sitting on a balcony you put 2 a.m on that's always really good uh number three is gonna be whatever the song of the summer is for this summer it's white boy summer Mm. uh white boy summer absolute banger (laughs) absolute (laughs) banger but like any years, like it's the song that always gets played on the radio, like Despacito is one year. And I was like, man, this just slaps. Like you're just like this, is the song of the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two is going to be any. Uh, no, it's I, I I'm not going to say any because it is one particular song. The song Sunshine by Atmosphere. When it was 82 degrees last week, I took a walk around the city. I walked for like four miles and I just listened to that song on repeat. And uh, I love that. And then number one is my go-to, uh, my go-to summer music is always like '80s, '90s rock. Like I love that. Like big hair bands. Like you listen to like Jesse's Girl, Jane, uh, dude. Any any of that music, I believe you could like go on Spotify and be like '80s music, '90s music, rock. And put on shuffle and like any of those hits, like I just love those. I feel like that is summer. Sure. Nick? Uh, yeah, whoever wants to go. Uh, okay, we'll throw this together really quick. Um, I guess the first thing is coming to nine number four. I agree with you. The like when you first said summer, I was thinking like reggae kind of type feel music and sublime and slightly stupid were definitely on that list. Um, who else? Revolution is mm-hmm. a good one. I mean, Bob Marley in general, the king of reggae. Um, that's always like feeling good music. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to come up with another another three. Um, let's just spitball here a little bit. All right, I could do. Uh, I'm gonna do genres real quick. Got it. Number four, I'm gonna do a little bit of country because that's the only time I listen to country, and I actually don't love country, but. It's the day drinking uh, genre for me. I think it's mostly because of my friends, beer, Jack, Kevin, Brendan, all of them basically, except for me. But I do like it in the <laughs> summer and it gets the people going. Number three. Dude, that's just like your food one. Like, what's my number four on most listened to during the summer? Country, but I hate country music. Like, you just, like... <laughs> I said I don't listen to it other than the summer. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not actively. <laughs> Only when we're day drinking. Okay. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, just classic EDM, Kygo, all of that get you going. I think it's it's I really related to like that's when I actually run and go to LSD. So anything to get me going. Number two is 
Song in the Summer, which I don't think is actually out yet. I love Chad Hanks and what you he's doing. I love that song. I love it, but I don't think it's out yet. I don't <laughs> okay. think it's out yet. Basically, anything that's playing on 103.5 because it's just pop bangers and they all work. Mm-hmm. They're ubiquitous, so everyone works. Mm-hmm. Oh, great word. That's, uh, that's, that's when people have fun. And number one is reggaeton and Spanish, Spanish pop, like trap pop. I bet you didn't know this. Steve. Steve Rawls, mm. huge into that. Nice. He's got two stations on his preset in his car year round Whoa. on just that type of music. And we Very were nice. going. Oh, we were we were uh, driving to the golf trip two years ago, and once we like passed, I don't know, like you know when your radio stops working, those two channels <laughs> only worked, and so we listened to that music for like an hour and a half, and we were just vibing <laughs> with it, dude. It was awesome. So I'm on board with that. Good stuff, Steve. I love it. Nice. Yeah. Well, he surprised me because he would, you know, like he was going through his presets and I, I just, you know, you heard like the fast pace, like, yeah. <laughs> but he just makes you want to dance like this. And I was like, is that, is that like some like Hispanic music? And he's just like, oh yeah, dude. He's like, I've been listening to it. And he's like, well, Izzy got me into it. And I was like, well, she's Filipino, but sure. Yeah. I was like, whatever. I like that beer. You got anything? Um, I'm going to probably say number four. It's it's hard. Probably just the regular EDM. Um, number three, I like the country. I actually like country in the summer. Um, so unlike some people, you know. But no, I I actually do like country. I don't even hate country music, but I just like the two people that have it on their lists are like. It's growing on me. I gotta you I gotta to throw specify it on there. that this is the only time you can listen. To well, like it. I I like country music. I I learned to like it in college. I didn't like it going into college, and I liked it. So same. It is what it is. Um, I now it's like it's nice in the summer just because it's upbeat music. Um, so we uh, both learned to like it at the same exact time, actually. So yeah, exactly. That's why we're so, yeah, maybe it does belong. It does. It yeah. does now. Well, yeah. So I'm putting it as my number three. It's not too high. It's not too low though. You know, um, number two, I'm going to go with the eighties. Um, like your, your old school, like classic rock. Like it, that's, that's a good one. There's like, anytime you're, anytime you're on a boat, you're like blasting basically the the uh, playlist from Guardians of the Galaxy will just hit Ooh, yeah. like while <laughs> nice. you're while you're on a boat anywhere um, in the summer. So that's really great. And then my number one is I'm a big Tropical House fan. So like specifically like Kygo and like all of those like I love Matoma and like Martin Garrix, all of those. Like I'm huge into Ooh, that in summer. So. Um, <laughs> That's my number one, definitely. I'll tell you right now, next barbecue you go to, play Caught Up in You. Everyone will be like, they might not know like uh, know of the song, but they'll be like, I feel like I've heard this before, and everyone loves it. Mm. That's a banger. Very nice. Um, Any that you want to add? Yeah, I'll continue. with. I guess another one to add to kind of the reggae feel uh, of of my number four, Thievery Corporation, who I'd never really listened to until last year. I heard them in a coffee shop, and I was like, ooh, this is good. And highly recommend Thievery Corporation. Um, Number three, um, 
whatever festival, music festival I'm going to that summer or festivals, it's whoever is like headlining or subheadlining or like artists that I haven't really listened to that I want to see. That's usually on the playlist. Like so well, much of the Kenny, right? You listen to mainly all the artists on the lineup, right? I try Leading to listen to the lineup. Yeah. yeah. Try to listen to as many of them as possible. What usually happens is I'll listen to them a little bit beforehand. I'll see them yeah. live and be like, this is awesome. And I'll listen to them a lot and afterwards. Yeah. yeah. So I once mean, they've proven their, uh, their live performance, basically. Exactly. <laughs> and like, it's, it was really weird this past year with COVID not going to any concerts or any festivals or anything like that. Like my, I felt like my listening was very static. I didn't know what to listen to, Same. even yeah. though people were, uh, you know, occasionally still coming out with new music, uh, despite COVID and everything like that. So, so that was pretty big. Um, number two, that's a good one. I'm pretty big on like, um, on summer nights, uh, listening to like a little bit softer music. Um, like, so something acoustic, uh, like acoustic guitar or, um, like soft jazz or something like that. Like nice. with the windows open, cooking dinner and something like that with, with that on in the background. Sounds really I nice. like to call um, those slow bangers, slow bangers. Yeah. Like there's still a banger. It's not like a hype banger, but it, it's a banger in its own right. Yeah. Um, still certified. Yeah. It's like, it, it is a banger. Like, uh, example, uh, Tracy Chapman, fast car, mm-hmm. not a very hype song. I'd call that a banger. Yeah, absolutely. Who would you recommend if you could? Um, I mean, if you're listening to jazz, I mean, uh, so like one of, one of my favorite jazz musicians who's like currently still touring is Kamazi Washington. He's a, um, uh, saxophonist and he's fantastic. He's got some really good stuff out there. I mean, traditionally uh, Coltrane, Charlie Parker, um, any of that stuff. I played saxophone in high school, so I'm, I'm more Me prone too. to that. So very nice. <laughs> yep. Um, on the acoustic side, um, I mean, Google any white boy with a guitar and it'll <laughs> fucking work. <laughs> your, your classic hosier basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess, yeah. Hosier. I, yeah. I'm more partial to like the folk kind of stuff. So like Hosier, Fleet Foxes, Bonnie Bear, um, that sort of stuff. So Bonnie Bear's awesome. Um, and I mean, number one, I'm going back and forth on a lot of stuff. I think I'll probably go with like, there's, I feel like a certain like genre or like, there's like, like hard hitting, like rock chicks, like Alanis Morissette or like, no doubt, um, with, um, what's her name? Um, who was the lead singer? No Gwen, Stefani. Gwen Stefani. Thank you very much. Like stuff like that is just like bangers that gets yeah. everybody going. Like I, I hadn't listened to hella good in a while until like a couple <laughs> months ago and I've had it on repeat and just like this song gets me going. No doubt and Sublime. I think no oh, I'm sorry. I mean I gotta add one. No doubt Sublime, Mighty Mighty Ballstones, I think are the only successful ska bands of all time. I wouldn't classify No Doubt as a No Doubt is technically ska. Look it up. No, I don't Look up No Doubt. I bet the genre comes up. I know they have ska songs. Spiderwebs ska. I mean, I'll just I'll play it right now. Like dance, electronic, pop, Christian gospel. No, it's got to be ska as well. Like I watched the documentary does, about does it. Does this sound like ska at all? Well, not every song has to sound like ska. You can go. They, they were a band for so uh, long. I guess they were true. A band was so long. Like uh, Sublime's not ska anymore. Like Sublime with Rome? Yeah. It's, it's also, once your lead singer dies, it's kind of... Yeah, that changes things a little it's bit. Kinda, it's kind of a little hard. Ska Punk. Okay. Boom. Nice. Okay. 
Um, Wikipedia. Wick, wick. Uh, uh, Scott Punk was the second one did listed. You, Pop Rock and then Scott Punk. That's, did you put that in there? No. <laughs> he just went in there and edited it. So you, you know the song Spider Webs? Uh, by no doubt, like, caught him in a spider web. Probably. I don't know. I uh, anyways, so that is, for some reason, my oldest brother's go-to uh, um, karaoke song. And it is just hilarious that, like, a man with a child... Come on, you hear the Scott in this. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's very Scott. I love it. Yeah, I don't know why people shit on Scott. But all right. Um, Let's keep it. That's nice. (laughs) (laughs) Should we we fade Uh, out with it? Any other uh, things before we close it out? Any other... Bear down, baby. Bear down. Uh, down. All right, guys, thank you very much for listening. Uh, We will see you next week. Thank you.